This episode is brought to you by Rooster Camisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products, where you can buy shirts, accessories, home decor, and all kinds of other great items. Go to roostercamisa.com and use the promo code CABSHOW19. That's C-A-B-S-H-O-W-1-9. Rooster Camisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products. Welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode of Cala Boca, the show where we talk about Portuguese culture, one little tiny subject at a time. To my left, as always, it is good pal of mine. We're going to call him Manuela Brav. Today, it's Manuel Correa. Hello. Get it, Manuel Manuela? It's funny. Yeah. Sob, sob, by the own sob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost also. <laughs> And in front of me, I have, uh, we're going to go, Dina Luiz Rubello. Hello. What's up, Dina? Hello. Amor d'agua fresca. Oh. Aren't you I just a, get it. a love of fresh on. water? It's, and I'm Joseph yeah. Rocha, your host for this fantastic episode. Um, so, I need an a, a icebreaker question. I forget that we do that. Oh, well, I look up an iceberg question. You guys want to go over uh, your what's uh, what's it been about? What's it been about? Yeah. Um, what's it been about? Uh, summer is basically here. I mean, is it? Is it? It poured. Yeah, today. I mean, it's, it's super <laughs> awkward. I mean, it's been raining. The yes. band room parking lot turned into a swimming pool in about three and a half minutes. Okay. Yeah, it came down pretty good. They didn't figure out that drainage. Anyway. Oh, it all went away right after it stopped raining, but boy, did it come down mm. good. Uh, the summer's here. That's what, yeah. I was, that's what I was saying. So eat your stone fruits. <laughs> Peaches, <laughs> plums, nectarines. Eat them. Okay. And I'll, I'll along with any other... have to do this again. Oh, no. It's recording. All right. Yeah, oh, my God right. damn it. I saw you press it. <laughs> I know. I thought I did too, but then I second-guessed myself, and then uh, anyway. I third-guessed myself. <laughs> um, uh, on what's, what's the question again? Stone fruits. No. What are you doing? No, what was the question he said? What, were what the have you been about? Yeah, what, what have you been about? Uh, I booked my ticket to the Azores today. Yeehaw! So that's a happening. We're going to do it. We're, so that's <laughs> just... So that's Me it. and Joseph are going to do it in the Azores. Woo. So if anybody's keeping track, that's just manual going to be here. So get ready we'll for... We'll probably record an exclusive Patreon-only episode from the Azores. The Azores. Get yeah, ready right. for... Pri- from uh, pre prior Fest. Get ready for some episodes where it's just manual. <laughs> just you, huh? <laughs> just me, man. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Galboca. I'm Manuel. And uh, to my left. That's it. Uh, to my right. Well, it looks like it's just me today. <laughs> We're talking about... Fuck, Lord. Dang it. Who scheduled this? <laughs> we'll figure something out for you. Um, well, since it's uh, summer, uh, here's an icebreaker question. What's your favorite thing to do in summer? Sleep. 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 That's when you get busy, no? Yeah, I know. That's why, <laughs> like to sleep. That's why the sleep is very important. I guess that's that's a good point. Uh, no, I don't like to. I mean, sleep is important. I like to do the, 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 the festers. I like to do all those things. Um, yeah, that's a lot of it. It's a lot of festers all the time. All the time. Favorite summer. I, I enjoyed swimming. I like when we have pool, little pool parties. That's my favorite. Uh, I hate when we do those on Sundays. Exclusive. We need to stop well, doing them on Sundays. Well, it's usually after a festa, so we've seen each other, so we just make plans for post festa. Yeah, and Sundays is good because it's like 
There's nothing to do. Yeah. Like if you do Saturdays, you can't stay out too late. Well, I guess if you do Sundays, you can't stay out too late either. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. We need Why to do can't Saturday. you stay out too late on Saturdays? Because then you got to get up at 5 a.m. Oh, to go to a fest somewhere on Sunday. Fair enough. Maybe. Um, but it's always it's nice. Pool parties. What about you? Um, I like to be indoors. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> it's so hot and I sweat. You guys gave gross. the most Joseph and Manuel answers. <laughs> no, yeah. but here's my, my real answer. Very on brand. <laughs> um. My real answer is, I, I, I'm, it's going to be cliche as hell, but I, I like traveling. So we do. Mo- I do most of my traveling vacation-y things on, during the summers. Most of them have been to the Azores. Um, yesterday, yeah. I, uh, the yesterday. Ooh. last year I broke that streak by going to Oregon, and that was a good time. Um, Until you caught the fires. Yeah, until we caught the fires and had to make it back for a Lizatone's gig. That, oh, that's right. Man, what a miserable drive back. Um, but I think that's going to be, that's, that's one of my things that I look forward to. It's like it's summer. I get to take a nice little break and unwind from like that mid year stress and kind of start anew. It's weird. Like, because for the majority of your life up until like you, I mean, presumably until you become a grown up. Well, yeah. Like summer is like for, for that. But like after that, like you could do trips whenever for the most part. Exactly. But it's just I don't know. It's just something that's better. ingrained summer in you. Trips. And and driving trips. around in like the rain and stuff doesn't sound appealing to me. That's a good point. Unless and you I'm go like, somewhere sunny when it's raining. Exactly. Here. Yeah. Like you'd have to go to like Australia. Australia but during our winters. You got to be careful with the spiders and the yeah uh, kangaroos. The, kangaroos. So there's spiders as big as people. Dude, there's people's as big as people here, and that's, that's scarier. True. Yeah, people but are scary. Spiders. But speaking of Australians, they're not allowed to come participate in this topic we're talking about eurovision wow i give you a hundred <laughs> points for that one for that segue yep i think it's a points based system it's a hundred points out of a thousand that's for sure <laughs> still more points than you got <laughs> nailed it for now well Manuel, here's your time to get some points. I'm just oh! full of segues. Manuel, what is a Eurovision? This is good. We haven't had one of these in a while. We literally do it every week. No. no. Anyways, Eurovision is a <laughs> uh, singing competition held in in Europe. Uh, between that's why Australians aren't allowed. Yeah. Between uh, European countries. Again, why Australians not allowed? <laughs> Uh, because we don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they—it's just a bunch of people singing songs, and they're in their singing English songs in there. Well, England is a country in Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's mostly in like native, their native uh, language. Yeah, yeah. Good, good on you. It's pretty good. You get points from this country for that. Yeah, fifty points to Manuel. Fifty points. Uh, to it was definitely hundred fifty. <laughs> mm. I beg to differ. All right, we'll come back to it. All right, more time to win points. Um, so, Luis, what do you got? What do you know about Eurovision? Do you know much of? Um, I know it's like Manuel said. Uh, it's all c- countries uh, submit a contestant, um, a participant in this competition. Uh, I don't know preliminarily, but I know that at some point it's all e- each country gets a vote. Like they have a certain amount of points that they give that they award to different singers depending on how well they do. Um, and then I know it used to be you had to sing in your native tongue, but since they've changed that in the last maybe five years um, so that you can sing in whatever language, and a lot of people end up singing in English just because it's a more 
universal language. Yeah, which I think it loses a little bit there, but that's my opinion. My and again, I have very little experience with Eurovision. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Portugal won twenty seventeen. Yep. Uh, sure did. And that's about all I got, man. Interesting. That's not bad. That's more than I knew about Eurovision. Um, before I started reading into it a little bit, and uh, I didn't do a whole lot of reading because there's not a whole lot of stuff to find. This is gonna be a good one. Uh, but I did find a. Uh, so the way I'm gonna structure this episode is we're gonna do a nutshell overview of Eurovision as a whole, okay. as what it is. Then we're gonna dive deep into Portugal's participation in Eurovision throughout the years. Okay. And um, I got queued up. If anyone has not seen it yet, this year's Portugal Eurovision entry, which is, in my opinion, terrible. <laughs> well, um, when, when does it take place? It's, I think it ha- it's going on now oh. as of recording. So oh. two weeks ago as of you listening. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Whoops. So, um, Fortnite ago. Portugal already did not make it to the finals. That's how oh. bad this song was. And, but, so the thing is that I, I was reading the comments. It's not, sorry, it's not just singing. It's, it's like the the song itself. It's the is song the itself. Part of the contest, the lyrics, yeah. the costumes. There's like the choreography. Really, all much, of that's part of that. It's all part of. It all goes into the the voting. That's what I understood. Okay, <laughs> the choreography bit is what's throwing me off. Yeah. Oh, there's a dance section. That's what he's saying. Sorry, dance, I got like a text. I was like, reading. I was reading the text. There's a whole dance section. Yeah, like there's like well, there's like dude, it's a performance, dude. Like, Dude, like your stage let's presence. All, let's, let's call it stage okay. presence. Let's, stage let's presence. go get stage our presence. Portuguese passports. Let's become Portuguese citizens. Our passports. Our passports, and we're gonna we're gonna enter Eurovision. Dude, I'm down to get my passport passport just to cut the line when I land in the Azores. So my mom gets to do that all the time, yeah. and I hate it. But it sucks because she still has to wait for you. She guys, still has huh? to wait for us. Yeah, Same. but she can wait on the other end. That's true. She's already talked to. You but when we come back, I can <laughs> just go use my little hand scanner thing at the airports now. It's like the the new passport scanners. Uh, Those little maybe. kiosks, you put oh, the yeah. passport down, you put your hand <clears> on it, and then you can just walk. Oh, okay. But my mom can't do it. She's got to get checked out by person. Prison. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so nutshell history of Eurovision. That's what it's called. <laughs> Good uh, segment. This is yep. what the segment is called. So this year, just uh, if anyone hasn't known, it's in Tel Aviv, um, which is in the Middle East. Uh, Tel Aviv is Israel, correct? Um, the history of the Eurovision Song Contest began as the brainchild of Marcel Bezencon, Bezenson of the EBU. The contest was based on Italy's San Remo, Music, San Remo Music Festival and was designed to test the limits of live television broadcast technology. That seems a strange way to start that off. Well, it's like, this is the 50s. So I they're like, I wonder how far we can... How well and we so can they do use this. this music competition to do that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's like, what are we going to do? Let's do something big. A, a Let's get monkey dancing with <laughs> an accordion. I mean, I'd a be done. Bear on a unicycle. <laughs> what kind of bear? Uh, black Polar bear. bear. Black oh. bear? Oh, okay. Uh, panda. We'll meet in the middle. Panda there bear. we go. There we go. Nice. Everyone knows polar bears and black bears make pandas. And that's how that works. Yep. Science. We've all taken sex ed. Yes. Uh, so the first contest was held on May 24th, 1956, when oh. seven nations participated. What, what year? You said the f- 56. 1956. You said this is the 50s in that previous thing you said, and it didn't really click. That's a lot older than I expected. Yep. I was thinking 70s. 
Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, 50s, wow. Exactly. Well, you have to think about it. Vincent Gabriel, the, the song, didn't that come on through Eurovision? That's a very good point, Manuel. Yeah. Right. Somebody actually... That's right, Manuel. Somebody actually studied when he did the episode. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's Just right. good memory retention. Uh, so back then, they had a live orchestra, which was the norm in the early years, and a simple sing-along and simple sing-along songs on every radio station. The contest then grew into a true pan-European tradition. Okay. And here's a picture of Marcel Besançon. Oh. He looks like a... Well, Describe guess. him to me first. What's that guy's name from uh, Eyebrows? Eugene Levy. But that doesn't look... It's like a mix between Eugene Levy and Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro. That's this other guy. Yeah. yeah. Let me see this picture. Oh, yeah. Once oh, turn yeah. It. That's definitely... Turn it. It's definitely Robert De Niro with that's, Eugene Levy's yep. eyebrows. Yeah. For sure. That's the best I could do. That's pretty I was good. thinking his name from the show, which is... Schitt's Creek show? No, from the movie, I mean. Dad? Mr. American Pie? <laughs> Mr. American Pie? He dad? has a name. Dad? Oh, okay. He, he's a dad. He's a dad. <laughs> Dad Pie? <laughs> Is his name Dad Pie? Dad Pie? Uh, okay, this next segment goes, Excusez-moi? <laughs> My French is fantastic. Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi. Excusez-moi? Excusez-moi. You don't say... You're doing okay. half of it wrong and half of it right. Excusez-moi. Okay, there it is. All wrong. That's my child's first name. <laughs> <laughs> Excusez-moi. <laughs> I almost said a Korea. I don't know who you're marrying. Not a Korea. <laughs> you never know. No, uh, not it, a Korea. In the beginning, it was obvious for the participants that they should sing in their country's national language. Of course. However, <laughs> as the Swedish entry in 1965, Absent Friend, was sung in English, the EBU set very strict rules on the language in which the songs could be performed. National languages had to be used in all lyrics. Songwriters, so regardless if there was English, they had to have some sort of incorporation of uh, their own national language. Uh, songwriters, ac- songwriters across Europe soon tagged on to the notion that success would only come if the judges could understand the content, resulting in such entries such as Boom, Bang, a Bang, and La La La. So it was do a bunch of nonsensical stuff because then they'll catch on. They'll, they'll get cat- that. They'll get it. Yeah. Pornhub. Excuse me? I'm hearing boom, boom, booms, and bang, bang, bangs. So- Pornhub and la la la. Mm, okay, what's the the EBU? The EBU. European, Thank you. The EBU. The, the European British okay. Union. I don't know. It's the, it's the EBU. It just says the EBU. I'm the Eurovision say, Board. I'm gonna say the European Broadcasting Union. That could be right. Okay, I'm going with EBU. It doesn't tell me. I like EBU. That's what it says. Okay, anyways. In 1973, the rules on language were relaxed, and in the following year, ABBA would win with Waterloo. ABBA was in this competition? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't, that I didn't know that. interesting. But now I like this competition because I love ABBA. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. ABBA used to crush it back in the day. ABBA crushes it now. Yeah, they're pretty good. What's the, your favorite ABBA song? Oh, uh, Super Troopers is a good one. Um, oh, God. Okay. To think Dancing Queen. That's a Dancing good one. Dancing Queen's a good one. European Broadcasting Union. Fuck yeah. Oh boy. Oh, cursed. That's all right. <laughs> we'll let it slide. I was very excited. Anyway, anyways, so those freedom of language rules would soon be reversed in 1977 to return with the apparent permanent status in the 1999 contest. So they're like, yep, no, you guys could use English. 
nope, never mind, no English. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, you know what? English is cool. Well, it's not. Well, yeah, it's not even that. You can use whatever language, but I, you, English is probably the one people wanted to do. It's like you said, it's the Sweden. one that's more yeah accessible. Accessible. Um, so the voting systems using the contest have changed throughout the years. The modern system has been in place since 1975. To thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> so voters award a set of points from one to eight, then ten, and finally twelve songs from other countries. Sorry, say that again. It says right here. Just, I know, but voters say- award a set of points from one to eight, then ten, and finally twelve two songs from other countries. Okay. So there's like different rounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, assuming yeah. that's what that means. There's like staggered into like three different categories of, or rounds. Yes, I that's think what I'm so. assuming. With the favor being awarded, the now famous dues points. So twelve. 12. They get the twelve. Historically, a country's set of votes was decided by an internal jury, but in 1997, five countries experimented with televoting, giving the members of the public in those countries the opportunity to vote en masse for their favorite songs. Yes, I've seen that because they kind of, I've seen a bit of coverage and it, you know, and now here in Portugal, they're voting for, and then it shows all the, where all their points went and everything. Yeah, so it's like uh, American Idol, it's like, Text this number and just call and vote as many times as you want. There you go. So this experiment was a success, and from 1998, all countries were encouraged to use televoting wherever possible. Nowadays, members of the public may also vote by SMS, texting. Whichever method of voting is used, jury, telephone, or SMS, countries may not cast votes for their own songs. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, oh so if I'm from Portugal, I can't vote for no. Portugal. That's interesting. Because then, cause then it, it can come down to a population uh, popu- contest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. I guess. Can I just like register a phone in Germany and vote for I Portugal? mean, if you're really that serious about this random competition. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, the end of uh, expanding with the semifinals. The end of the Cold War in the early 1990s led to a sudden increase in numbers with many former... Eastern Bloc countries queuing up to compete for the first time. This process has continued to this day with more and more countries joining. For this reason, in 2004, the semifinal format was introduced by the EBU, which turned into two semifinals for the Eurovision Song Contest in 2008. Now, all countries except the Big Five, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and the United Kingdom, together with the host country, must be in a semifinal top 10 to qualify for the final. Okay. That's kind of weird. Why are you giving them precedent? Uh, they're probably the ones who probably like... Uh, hey, we made this. Put more effort. Yeah, exactly. We made this. We're, we get the free ride. But th- that's not what that says. Yeah, it is. No, now it says- all countries except the big five and the host country must be in a semifinal top 10 to qualify for the final. So they have to be... So- except them. They don't have to be in the semifinal oh. top 10 to qualify. They're like getting favoritism. What kind of weird shenanigans are you guys up to, Europe? Hmm. Europe is weird. I don't know. That seems that is odd. But this this whole competition is kind of set up. Like if you watch it, it kind of gets confusing. Like the it, point system. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> 60, You're supposed to be the expert, Joseph. I am not. Sixty years and counting. In 2015, the Eurovision Song Contest celebrated its 60th anniversary, and the BBC hosted a grand anniversary show in London, featuring over a dozen former participants. And to honor the country's Eurovision Song Contest commitment for over 30 years, the organizers admitted, uh-huh, here oh, it comes, go. Australia to participate for the first time ever. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. Uh, despite the grand old lady being of respectable age, her pension is nowhere in sight. What? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I think that might be a uh, caption for this video here. <laughs> idiot all right so that's just a quick little overview uh you guys uh, any more confused than i am or no i i think i get most of it i think i'm thoroughly confused <laughs> cool meet in the middle yeah panda all right well how many times has the host country won that's a good question <laughs> he was not prepared for that don't ask him questions he's not prepared for. I should have known better. Yeah, you, you kind of give him. You got to give him time to figure out the answer. Which I'm thinking about <laughs> it real hard. Here really, just trying to. Just I'm thinking about silence. it real. I was trying to vamp hard. for him, and it's, you're just being a jerk. Yeah, no, I just want everyone to know. <laughs> silence. Looking. Uh, uh, my brain's not working, man. Sorry. Oh, Google doesn't give you the answer? No. <laughs> I imagine it's not very often. Oh, look, last year. All right. Let's uh, take a look at some of these performers, see if we know anybody. ABBA. I they won in with 1974 with Waterloo. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know that song. Waterloo. We're not going to know many people. Celine Dion won in 1988. She's Canadian. She's British. She's can she's Canadian. She's, she's Canadian. British Canadian. She probably has dual citizenship. Maybe yeah. There okay. go. I mean, she, but okay, she obviously does something. But French Canadian. But she's uh, she's notoriously Canadian. She's, I don't know. She won in French. Oh, so maybe English and French. But what's this thing that says? Oh, the runner-up was England. Maybe she's French. Maybe French. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. But it says that she was playing for... Hold on. This playing doesn't make any sense. She was singing for under... Where'd you go, Celine Dion? Celine Dion. <laughs> she's in Canada. Where are you? Hello? For Switzerland. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what yeah. a twist. I know. With the curveball. Celine Dion so with the curveball. Celine Dion, what are you doing? <laughs> um... <laughs> That's it, right? I don't think that was a song. What, was, what song did she sing? That's Olsen the Titanic Brothers? one. Who are she the Olsen the Brothers? Titanic one. It's not the Olsen twins. No, the Olsen Brothers. I was about to say the Olsen twins are girls. I don't know. And then in 19... Uh, sorry, 19... 2017, Salvador Sobral won for Portugal for the first time. I remember watching that. With uh, over 758 points. He did really good. good. What was and the name of the song? Uh, the name of the song is called Amor Amar Pelos Dois. And I have it queued up right here, and we're actually going to listen to it. And uh, we'll do this real time so that we can discuss as it's playing. That's the wrong one. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to run the board? <laughs> Good start. Very orchestral. Mm-hmm. Taking it back to the roots. The roots. And here he is in a regular weird sports coat. Yeah, he, he looks kind bun. Of- he looks like he just walked in off the streets. Some weird head movements he's doing. Does he have Tourette's or something? 
stage. No, this is part of his stage performance. Stage presence. Oh. It's very soft. He's got a very it's like soft a background music at like a weird cafe. No, this is like a love song playing in the back of a Disney movie. From like the 50s. This is like Lady and the Tramp right here. Yeah. This is them eating spaghetti. It's a very good song. I mean, I like it. It's very good. Yeah, it is good. He's got a good voice. I like the orchestral yeah. feel to it. I'm it's looking forward to the build. I've heard the song before, yeah. but like I forget. Well, I think it's interesting because I feel like other groups will probably go with something more razzle-dazzle to kind of get people right. on you, but this is definitely left-field. He's getting real into it. Little hand things. Crowd loves it. <laughs> he looks surprised. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, where was the bill? Chris, uh, how's it? Is it? That's here. Maybe not. It's pretty good. I like it. It's good. What's 2019th? Good song. Uh, you want to get there now? Let's uh, go through Portugal's history of uh, Eurovision first. Okay. So we're going to start off on top, which uh, we just finished. Um, number one. N- so first, well, this was number one. Yeah. My brother's number one. Number and one. And everything is downhill from here. Uh, the first time Portugal uh, debuted in Eurovision was with Antonio Cal- Calvario. Uh, he performed Uda's song. Uh, and it was not a successful debut for the country. <laughs> Uh, it sounds about right. <laughs> Honestly, like if we go back to if we go back to our past, you know, so, uh, sporting not a good start for sporting. Basically, just do Port- a picnic. Portugal, yeah, Portugal World Cup, not good. <laughs> we don't. We're not good first we're, impressions. We're not good starting. <laughs> yeah. but give us some time. We catch up. About we're okay. Thirty years. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so it was not. It was not a successful I missed, debut. I'm sorry, Mister. When what year was this? This was 1964. The year was 1964. Um. They came in last. Uh, I don't know if I said that. Since then, not. Portugal... <laughs> you did not, but now oh now we know. Uh, since then, Portugal has come last on three further occasions. And last is good That's because they started with the qualifiers and whatnot. So at least they got through like to the final round. Oh, uh, okay. So they're, they're making it They through. made through the qualification stage, but then okay. they got last in the... the yeah. How many countries are in it? Um, are they performing the same song the yes. whole time? Yes. This last year, there was... So how many times did he have to... How many rounds are there? I want to say he's probably performing it four times. Four times? Three or four times, maybe? Yeah, probably. Uh, this last This year, there was 41 countries. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. 
Sure is. And there's um, got to be a lot of crap in there, too, I'm assuming. Oh, just wait. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, so we've come last on three further occasions in 1974 when Paul Carvalho sang which uh, if you go back to our Vincing Liberal episode, oh, it's the, the song that I closed the episode with. Okay. So go back to that one and just fast forward to the end and listen to the that song. I put the whole clip there because I'm sure there's no like media rights to it. It was in 74. Yeah. Um, in 1997, man. when Celia Lawson performed Anschluwadeus. Wait, what was the other one? <laughs> so this is the prequel. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And we haven't heard of those yet. We've yeah. heard after and before. <laughs> we, we haven't heard the middle one. And in 2018, as a host country. Mm. Despite... What year? I'm sorry. 2018. Oh, okay. Despite its last place finish in the contest, gained notably for being used as a radio musical signal, signal to begin the Carnation Revolution against the Stadnov regime. Um, if you want more information on that, go do that. Go go. Um, prior to their sixth place finish for Lucien Nuij with the song, um, Kurosong Non Tinkor. Or that really sounds like a medical problem. <laughs> in 1966. We're really big on hearts. Tra- translated? Uh, my heart doesn't have color. It's col- colorless. Yeah. Do you think it's a play on words? I have no idea. Like a Kurosong Tinkor, so it's I just have a song. A song. It's just action? Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, that was 1996. Uh, Portugal's best result until then was two seventh place finishes, one for Carlos Minge in 1972 and one for José Cid in 1980. Or familiar with that name. Yep. Despite having some really weak results, the 90s were the most successful decade for the country, <laughs> reaching the top 10 four times. The 90s were a good time for Portugal. Good let's year, be man. real. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, 90s, that's when Feig decided to be like, hey, yeah, let's get this team and let's go do some stuff. Yeah, the 90s is also when Vasco da Gama discovered the route to India. You know, 1600s, right? <laughs> 16th century. I don't know, 1600s. Just, come on. We already did a whole episode on that. <laughs> Uh, Portugal you. Portugal had admission to take part in the 2000-2002 contest but was refused and it was placed its place was taken by Latvia both times which ended up winning the contest in the latter year you know what I guess that works out yeah good for them yeah. if you're gonna get kicked out at least get kicked out by the guy who's gonna win yeah that's a good point yep uh, so absences Portugal has been absent from five contests since their first participation uh, first there? absence was in 1970 uh, Portugal missed 2000, uh, 2002, as we just discussed. Yeah. 2013, Portugal didn't participate for financial per- reasons. Portugal. Portugal. Per- Portugal. And the fifth absence was in 2016. RTP mentioned that this break was needed so that the national selection for the Eurovision Song Contest had its contents renewed. In three of these five years when Portugal was absent, the contest was held in Sweden. I think Portugal just doesn't like, like Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> And Sweden meatballs. I don't want none of your IKEA or none of your meatballs. We're staying home. We're playing video games. So the Festival de Canção is the Portuguese national selection for the Eurovision Song Contest, organized by RTP, and is normally held in February or March of the year of the contest. So they do their own American Idol to figure out what's the best song to to submit. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I wasn't sure if it was like. Uh, government-sponsored, like uh, 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 song making. 
Like they have, like the government right. has their own team of song makers, <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, okay, Maybe this if is Salazar what we're was do. in charge. Maybe you know what I'm saying though. Like they're the ones in charge of making this song, and every year it's that. But I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, previously, it's this is one of the longest running uh, selection methods is Portugal's way of doing it. Previously, a number of regional juries selected the winner. However, recently the winner has been selected through televoting. That makes sense because yeah. you want the people to pick what they think is gonna. You want to put forward what the people what the population like, wants, yeah, because they're the ones who end up picking. Yeah. Yep. Um. So some um, notable names from our uh, entries. Uh, we have Paul Carvalho, which is the Pedro uh, Deus that we talked about. Uh, José Cid. Dos, the uh, Pimba group. Uh, oh, they, sweet. They perform. Sweet. Sweet. Um, um, Sabrina. Yes. Um, and that's it. And Salvador Sobral, which was the winner in 2017 with Amor, Amar Pelos Dois. Junts on there? Junts no. the page? No. They'd be a fun one to have in there. They would be. Do you, is it a thing, do you have to be an amateur? I don't think so. George in there? None of it that I've said, uh, that I've seen says you have to be an amateur. Is George in there? No. No. We would have no. no, we we heard their names. No. I would have told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Any questions? Nah, man. Hey, what are them questions, questions that Celine I, I Dion was in the con- competition. Yeah, but I said her name. Yeah. No, 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 no. But you were like, do you have to be It could have been before she was famous. Yeah. It could have been like could've in her been. early career. Like Maybe that's what years. launched her career. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Celine Dion's always especially, famous. <laughs> especially if she's singing for Switzerland. She's coming out of the womb. It's like, oh my God, that's Celine Dion. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Like Watching a, that? No, I don't no, want no, to. No, no, no. That'd be weird. Oh, okay. But like just come out of the womb just instantly like, wow. Some interesting... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some interesting uh, songs. Uh, in 1973, the song title was Torada. Okay. That um, makes sense. In 1981, Carlos Payong, you don't know his name, but you know his song. Oh, boy. Playback. Playback? What is it? Oh, boy. Let me... You've never heard this song? I think I have. My cousin Diana sings this randomly sometimes. If you're Portuguese, you probably know this, this is song. a banger. I've, yeah. never, I've never heard this song. Oh, that's what he's saying. I don't think I've heard it before. Maybe. Vaguely. I was really hoping this was the song I was thinking of. I'm like, I don't know if there's another song called Playback. <laughs> it has to be that one. There's yeah, no other one. That's what I'm thinking. That was a good one. I'll have to listen to that later. Um, Conquistador by Da Vinci in 1989. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Amor d'Agua Fresca, which is what I called Luis earlier in 1992. Why didn't you call me by names that I would know? Because uh, that would be too obvious. Oh, got it. And uh, you look like Adina to me, so. Fair enough. That's it. All right. All right. So uh, just waiting for uh, building up some anticipation for this thing. Okay. So today, this year's Portugal entry, uh, his name is Conan Osiris. Osiris, I guess if you want to say it Portuguese. And his song is entitled 
Telemóveis. Tele what? Telemóveis. Telemóveis. Yeah, you want to take a guess at what that means? Uh, phone movies? No. Uh, close. Start again? Phone? Stop. Stop. Yeah. Phone? Phones. Cell phones. Cell phones. Telemóvel is a cell phone. Yeah. Oh. So this song is pretty much about he wants to destroy everyone's cell phones. His cell phone, your cell phone. What is this, Black Mirror? It's, it's ruining the world and he's losing himself and... The message behind the words, I read the lyrics, makes sense. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. But the, his execution and the song style, not my cup of tea. And uh, um, here we'll have, we'll perform, we'll play his uh, performance video on this year's Eurovision. This is an ad. <laughs> We're not getting money from you. <laughs> but you know who we do get money from? Who is that, Joseph? It's Rooster Camisa. They are our show, our, our show sponsors. Our, our is a hard thing to it, say. They are our so show sponsors. Um, and what you know what's not hard? Unlike that sentence, you know what's not hard? I want to say something, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, finding great uh, Portuguese-influenced... Uh, t-shirts, uh, tablecloths, uh, kitchen accessories, uh, everything in between. They got little uh, roosters themselves, and it's oh. so easy to get this because you just go to roosterkamiza.com. Uh, it's all there. Yeah, we all we each have a shirt from them. Uh, they're very snug. They're very uh, not snug. They're very comfortable. Yes, <laughs> they're not snug at all. Uh, well, unless you get it sense. in the wrong size, <laughs> then they will be snug. <laughs> that's a, that's your fault, you yes, dummy. That's not our fault. Yeah, <laughs> they're very stylish. Please don't call our listeners dummies. Only if they order the wrong size. <laughs> they're fit to measure, so I mean they're good to go. If you're an extra large, that shirt will fit you. If you're large, you don't have to worry about it. It's gonna fit you. Yep. Um, it's comfy. It's like super soft. They absorb the sweats real good, so uh, you don't have to look. <laughs> You don't have to be embarrassed walking around the festa in the summer with pit stains because you know what? You won't have them. Yep, that is that. And uh, like my good old buddy old pal Luis said, go to roostercamisa.com and pick up yours today right in time for festa season. Use the promo code CAPSHOW19 to let them know that we sent you over there. Roostercamisa, home of Portuguese-inspired products. Cool. Well, that was a nice little transition. For sure. And that gave us time to listen to this song. Oh, boy. What's going on with his face? And his suit? He looks like a chicken. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Just use that mic. Are those piercings? No. Some sort of weird mask. What's going on? It's very Arabian. Yeah. Perplexed right now. Music's cool. I'm not against it. But like compared to what we just watched, this is so left left field. Yeah. He's got a weird claw. It's an arrow. That's an arrow. I don't 
That was on purpose. That had to be on purpose. Oh, for sure. The dude just jumped in the air. He did a drop fell. His backup dancer. Yeah, definitely an Arabian feel to it. Yeah. I mean, that's not even the. I just don't think any of it flows well. The in-between dance stuff, I mean, you're not going to win no, like, ghetto dance battle with that, but, like, you're, you're going to be okay. This guy's just here to dance. He is. Yeah. That's, that's he, why he's the, he's the dancing queen. This guy looks like a Portuguese Post Malone, just like... Not, <laughs> that's like, exactly what he is. Like a less tattoos. And he makes up Oh, with he it. uses the the, hef, the, fan, the hand feather as in the dance. Yeah. It's an arrow. Hand feather. I don't know how I feel about this. This is... I don't know what's going on. And then he sat down on the stairs. That was terrible. Yeah, it, 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 it was I mean, not good. It's not the best. It's I mean, I understand why he didn't make it past the first round. Yeah, it's not... Uh, <laughs> no... That's all I have to it's say. It's no iPlayback, but like... What a weird one. Nah, nah. That's going to be a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. Manuel? Take it easy there, Randy. That's huh? where you're supposed to do your best Simon Cowell impression. No. <laughs> no, it's out. Uh, uh, not a weird Trump kind of thing going on there. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I, I understand why it didn't make it past yeah. the, the, the round that it did. Right. Oh, well, next time. Next time, don't pick something so stupid, Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird the country picked that like the yeah, people yeah huh. Portugal's a weird place man I bet you that was like all there was it's like it's either this crap or, or we're going with aim playback again <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you guys wanna take the guess of the guy's name who was doing the dance oh um Rigobert is it super Portuguese oh yeah uh José Lucian Fajardo I don't have his last English. name I don't know his last uh, name, but it's just Wong. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> his name Wong. is Conan Osiris, and his dance partner is Wong. <laughs> Conan <laughs> Osiris. That's got to be a stage Sounds name, Sounds like right? a superhero name. Conan Osiris? Probably. That's, that's for be. sure not, not not a greenhorn name I've ever heard before. All right. Now, do you guys have any other No, that's thoughts? it, man. No, no, I think Eurovision is an interesting competition, yeah. and I think we should enter ourselves one time. We, we should do an American We vision. should at least watch it. Well, we do. It's called it's American, called American Idol. Idol. No, no, no. I mean, American Vision. Each state picks a song. Oh. Oh, that would be fun. Right? That would be fun. Okay. Yeah. I mean, California went all the time. We got all the... Well, it'd be California and Tennessee. I, Probably you know, New York. New York. That's where I was I thinking. I New York. And I bet you we'd it. get like a weird heater out of like North Dakota. A weird, a weird heater out of like Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Just somewhere where you're like... Detroit. What? Or Detroit. Uh, Michigan. Like Michigan. Michigan. Alaska. Michigan would, Alaska would probably never win. Yeah. Too cold. <laughs> Too cold for music. Too cold. No. All they can do is play on little little uh, uh, needles that they pick off trees while they're still green. And that's uh, just one sound. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> you know what? That sounds better than this. <laughs> that's uh, what it is. Uh, is we'll, it now? We'll call it a Merovision. A Merovision? No. Merovision? A Merovision. Merkavision. Merkavision. No. Nah, we'll come up with it. Tweet us. Tweet us the name of America's Eurovision. There you go. 
Merovision. Right. Type uh, hashtag Merovision. M U R I V I S I O N. Tag us and then hashtag whatever you want for that one. Just at manual. Yeah. That's at manual Twitter. <laughs> All go. right, guys. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the New Music Minutes, or as we like to proudly say, the Num. Say it proudly. Num. Num. Thank you. Very nice. Aaron, come on. We were doing a good thing there. I did the Num. No, you do it. I already did it proud. He did it proudly. I didn't do it proudly. I always do it proud. I did it proud with you. I wanted to. I figured it was going to be like a Num and then a Num and then a Num from over here. Uh Nums aside, uh, so today's pick um, is actually a Eurovision song. This is my first uh, impression of Eurovision. It was a song that our band learned way back in 2010. Uh, It was our fourth song that we ever learned. And it is called Dansoku Migu by Sabrina. Woo! so relieved i can't even sigh all right well that was that song that's a good song man it's a classic i always like that it, it kind of does different languages at one point it's good stuff yeah for sure um yeah no it's a it's a very very good song uh, it's very catchy danceable then it does the funky. yeah and it has that one riff that no no one in the lizards could play right <laughs> yep we can never play it together right yeah <laughs> anyway it's time for your calendar of the boom that's right folks this is the part of the show where we tell you what's going on in your Portuguese neighborhood so you go out there and support it when you said that's right folks I just wanted I just had a vision in my head of all of our fans going that's right Louise, and if you were one of those people who said that, please let us know. On the 9th of June, I'm sorry, the 8th of June is the the Portugal Festival. If you go on the uh, 9th, you're too late. Yeah, you showed up a little late. Uh, it's at the History Park in San Jose, Kelly Park. On the 8th and through the 9th is the Shamahita Festival. It's the 8th through the 9th. That's a lot of Shamahita. Is it non-stop 48 hours of Shamahita? I hope so. Dude. stop If you leave the circle, you have to find someone to take your spot. So no naps <laughs> unless you get someone to like there tag you go. in. It's like one of those dance competitions oh, that they used to have in the 30s. Leave. Yep. No, the judge would come the by. 30s? Yeah, the judge would come it's by like and the 80s. tap you. Judge yeah. would come by and tap you and then you're out. Yeah. Um, but could we do one of those? Like a like a Shamahita-thon? Sure. Like, like, like you know how they do like uh, sleep-a-thons or like wake-a-thons where you can't. 
sleep. fall asleep yeah. for like a overnight, like a shamahitathon. Like, how long can you shamahita? And you have people sponsor you. Fifteen twenty minutes. We're gonna do that next. as a as I'm, a fundraiser. I'm for sure the I show. can find people. Um, that is, uh, I didn't get to say it. That is at IDS Fest, uh, IDS, IDES Hall, Half Moon Bay. Oh. On the 9th is also the BJM Masters Fundraising Paint Party in Hayward Hall. Paint Party. Paint Party. Yep. Uh, on the 11th is the 6th Annual San Francisco Giants Portuguese Heritage Night. That is in San Francisco. Boo. Man. Boo. <laughs> As I'm a, a Boston fan. I had a root one way or the other. I'm lukewarm a, about it. As a Dodger fan, I don't like it. As a Portuguese fan? Oh, woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, then on the 16th uh, is the Feshards Vinspitzant in Watsonville. That's ISTW Watsonville. Uh, ISTW? That's what it says. Oh. W probably stands for Watsonville. Probably. What does a T stand for? Uh, the? The, the, Watson, <laughs> the Watsonville. <laughs> I S T W. I Senior Speech Sunt. Say it again. I Senior Speech Sunt is all the S. The Watsonville. Okay, what about you? What's your I guess? I'm going to say something very similar. Okay. <laughs> I see the Watsonville. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I see the Watsonville, Watsonville. You forgot Watsonville's. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so there you go. And that's been your. Calendario de comunidad. Boom. That's my most uh, professional telecaster voice. There you go. Um, if you'd like us to promote your event, you can do that by contacting us. Where? If you have events to promote, if you have things to say, if you want more information, any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, go on over to our website, calabocashow.com, where we have everything and anything related to us posted. So you can find links to our social media accounts. You can find our email address. You can contact us there on the little web form away at the bottom. Mail's can, nudes are on there. Uh, yeah, but that's in a hidden segment. Yeah, you, have you have to, to find you, it. It's like an Easter egg. Exactly. Um, yeah, man, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> links, to the, <laughs> links to the show are on there. Links to the our uh, YouTube channels on there. Um, we have a page dedicated just to our videos. So you'll never miss another thing from us again. And again, that is calaabocashow.com. And uh, when you do go on there and subscribe to the show, please leave us a rating and a review or just a comment or question or just email us. We, we like to hear feedback from y'all. So um, keep doing that because it fills our buckets with awesome energy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And support right. us on Patreon. Yes. Sorry. If you want to get extra bonus goodies, uh, support the show on Patreon, uh, com slash support, or go to our website and click the support button. Today, we are thanking Patreon supporter Sean Doran. Doran? Duran. Duran? Duran. I always I thought it was Duran, but it may be Doran. Uh, Amaral. Thank you, Sean. So, Joseph, what... Uh, what uh, Eurovision-esque name or title are you given, Sean? Uh, I am... Hmm. So, Sean Doran is performing... Um, Viva Portuguese in Oregon. There you go. Because he's from Oregon and he's Portuguese, Nailed I'm assuming. Amaral. Amaral. Yeah. Doran, he, not so much. He listens to the show. So. He listens to the show. Sean, we, we, we love hearing from you and uh, all your feedback. Uh, we really appreciate your listenership, buddy. Thanks, man. If you want to be like Sean, go to com slash support sorry about that I totally blanked Faju, click the support button there you go and then 
and then you give uh, you give us a dollar, you get us a, you get a things. Yep. You give us five dollars, you get more things. You give us ten dollars, you, you get, get more lot, things. You get all the things. Speaking of things, now it's time for Manuel's random fact. <clears throat> Nobel Prize winner Niels Bohr was given a perpetual supply of beer piped into his house. Piped. Piped. Huh. Good for him. How do I? How do you? How do, how do how I, you? How you do? How do I do that? How do I, you do? Win a Nobel Peace Prize. Is that what he won the Nobel Peace Prize for? Beer? No, no. I don't. Well, you chemistry, don't know. I believe. <laughs> but no, uh, chem, chemistry of getting beer from the factory to his house. I, that sounds like it was a prize. Like it was like. I don't think it was a prize. Maybe it was award. just like, hey, since you're a guy of science a- aptitude, <laughs> here's a here's some free beer. It is a beer. Instead of your water supply, it's now beer. Have fun showering. <laughs> Maybe it was a punishment. No, We're going to give him so much so. beer, he's going to hate the beer. I, I hope not. And that's been... Look at all my beer. I'm Niels Bohr. <laughs> what was his first name? What's my first Niels. name again? Niels. Niels Bohr. Niels. I win the chemistry. <laughs> I uh, win the prize. I'm, Where am I from? Good luck guessing. <laughs> I'm Niels Bohr. Huh? Oh, he's, he's Italian. Italian now. He's Italian now. <laughs> he was probably a little Swedish with you. <laughs> That's I what I was I thinking. don't know what I don't know what Joseph was going. I with. don't know. I'm just he's a lucky man. <laughs> anyway. And that's been Manuel's random fact. Whoop. All right, guys. Um, and with uh, all that said, shenanigans and all included, I've been Joseph. I've been Luis, and I have been Manuel. And we, as always, have been Kalaboka. Thank you very much for listening to us. Adios. Goodbye. There's the other. There it is. Bombishlos a bit and bad. Mix the carousel.